As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, Shelf Addicts? Welcome back to the Shelf Addiction Podcast. Today on Book Chat, we are continuing our current fantasy series with Rogue, written by Rachel Vincent. Stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by the Shelf Addiction Merch Store. Check out all the bookish t-shirts, notebooks, mugs, and more. Don't miss out on these original designs, perfect for any book nerd. Support the podcast and visit shelfaddiction.com forward slash merch and pick up your next favorite bookish item. Hey everyone, I'm your host, Tamara Ford, and welcome to Book Chat here on the Shelf Addiction Podcast. Participate in this book discussion by joining the Facebook group Shelf Addiction Official or joining us over on the Book Clubs app. Talk about the series with us as well as other bookish topics. I hope to hear your thoughts on this book discussion. You can always find us on Twitter and Instagram. The links for everything mentioned are below in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's episode, please support this podcast by sharing it with some book nerd friends or on your favorite social media space. That would really help me out and I appreciate you for doing so. The uncut video version of this podcast is available right now on Patreon. Join us there where we get even more candid with podcast after shows and more. So if you're interested in that at all, you'll need to come on over to Patreon and sign up. You can also show your support by utilizing our sponsor offers. Go to shelfaddiction.com forward slash support and see all of the current promotional offers. Before we get started, I have to issue a spoiler warning. This is a book discussion, so nothing is off limits. You've been warned. Welcome back to another fantasy series discussion. Joining me is my fantasy series co-host, Casey from Heart Full of Ink. Welcome. Welcome. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to be here. Yay, I'm happy you're here too to drudge through this with me today. <laughs> I feel like that's what it's going to be, uh, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, we will do the synopsis and the stats as we do, and then we'll hop right on into the convo. So book two is Rogue, published March 25th, 2008 by Mira Books and Harlequin Books S.A. The audiobook is narrated by Jennifer Van Dyke. The paperback comes in at 397 pages and the unabridged audio is 11 hours and 30 minutes long. Casey, will you please share the synopsis? I'd be happy to. Okay. I know that better than most. Since rejoining the Pride, I've made big decisions and even bigger mistakes, the kind paid for with innocent lives. As the first and only female enforcer, I have plenty to prove to my father, the Pride, and myself. And with murdered Toms turning up in our territory, I'm working harder than ever 
Though I always find the energy for a little after hours recreation with Mark, my partner, both on and off duty. But not all my mistakes are behind me. We're beginning to suspect that the dead are connected to a rash of missing human women and that they can all be laid at my feet. Two or four, take your pick. And one horrible indiscretion may yet cost me more than I can bear. Okay. Um, that synopsis did read kind of odd. I didn't like it. Yeah, that that was a really weird synopsis. I'm sorry, guys. No, it's fine. I mean, you didn't write it. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'd write a much different synopsis than that. Right. Okay. Oh. Oh, high level, you know how we do. High level, mm-hmm. what did you think when you finished the book? I'm so annoyed with everything and all of the inconsistencies and all of the misogyny and all of just the blah 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 of the story <laughs> yes <laughs> um this is gonna be a fun discussion okay so high level for me is i got through it pretty quickly because i had to like there mm-hmm. wasn't a choice but mm-hmm. it was pretty painful to be honest. Yeah. And yes. I still don't like Faith any better. Nope. And I'm kind of like not liking worse. Mark as much either. I have mixed feelings about Mark, but I'll I'll get into that later. Yeah. I just right off the bat, like from page one, the thing that just really rubbed me wrong and started me off on the wrong foot on this whole story. They are paranormal creatures hiding from humans. Yes, like, Mm -hmm. I'm not a paranormal creature, but I thought that if you don't want humans to find your dead, you burn them. You don't bury Bury them them with your DNA all over their body. You burn them so there is nothing to be found, right? Yeah, and then they only buried them five feet deep. Right? Like, what the hell? Any old human can just come along and find this. And, you know, 10 years down the road, they'll have enough technology to be like, oh, Mm -hmm. this isn't human. What Mm -hmm. kind of shifter is this? And Mm -mm. No, like, right off the bat, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, you'd think they'd have a more... he's so smart. He knows what he's doing. (laughs) And I'm like, bitch, no, he doesn't. Yeah, you'd think they have a more, like serious way to dispose of the bodies i mean they did well, they have the in, yeah. uh, the, the thingy they, at their house yeah they have a, where cre- they burn the- a cremator thing where yeah. they can cremate the bodies what do you call it incinerator no what is it yes incinerator yeah. that's what it is and uh, yeah they didn't burn the strays they just buried them even though they don't want humans to find out about them Yeah, but I kind of, okay, so on one hand, I can understand that you don't want to be dragging a a body on a long distance to incinerate Uh them. Because the one that they did bring, they were really leery about doing it. Mm -hmm. But just burying it isn't the answer either. No, not when you're touching the body touching the duct tape, touching the wrapping paper that you're wrapping the body up in Mm -hmm. and burying it five feet below. Your DNA is all over that crime scene. Mm -hmm. What? And there's no police anywhere yet. Not really. 
they're just doing everything and they're not on, you know, the police aren't looking for them yet. Not really. They should. No. I feel like there's probably some scientist in a secret government lab who's, like, discovered this DNA already. Because, you know, as we're reading about in the Mercy Thompson series, the government knows about the werewolves, which is forcing them to come out to the public before the government can control them. Mm-hmm. So that's absolutely on my mind while I read this. And I'm like, you're just burying the body? Yeah. Brandon would never. No. <laughs> and to be quite frank, I... I question the fact that I'm reading these two series together because Mm -hmm. it's really highlighting the difference in writing quality. Yes. And world building and consistency and details. Like Patricia Briggs makes the details matter. Mm -hmm. If she mentions something once, it matters. If Rachel Vincent mentions something twice... It's never talked about again. And that is a plot hole that I'm going to mention again later. <laughs> like... Yeah. Well, you know, I guess if she had to do one thing that I would say that she did right about her plot was that, you know, we all knew that Andrew would come back. Right. We talked mm-hmm. about that in the last book. We're like, you're he just gone. You just going to forget about him. And she did that again at the beginning. He calls her all nasty sounding and mm-hmm. she's like two minutes later i forgot about him because mark came in yes i'm like yes, girl you bug. so annoying <laughs> like, but here's my plot hole i'm sorry i can't okay, go ahead it. Okay. the very first time he calls she looks at her phone and she's like oh caller id says this is my best friend sammy and then she answers it and it's andrew and she's like oh this is so weird well then the second time he calls caller id says it's sammy and she's like oh no it's the same no phone number it's andrew so then she talks to him on the phone well then she calls him back and leaves a voicemail saying please don't come find me i don't want to see you and then she sits there and she's like well how did he find out about mark hmm my friend sammy must have told him because she met mark so let me call sammy Mm -hmm. So then she calls Sammy and leaves the voicemail for her. And I'm like, how the fuck are you calling her? Are you just calling Andrew again? Yeah. What is happening? And then she never mentions it again. So I don't know. Is it Faith being stupid and heartless and not really caring about Sammy? Or is this Rachel Vincent just leaving a giant plot hole? Um, Okay, I'm Because I had to go back and check like three times to be like... The caller ID said Sammy. Now did she's you, calling Sammy. Did you tab that section, the first call? Yes. Because yes. I thought, because, um, you know, I'm listening to this one on audio. Mm-hmm. So I thought she said she assumed it was her because she's the only one who would call her or something. Mm-hmm. So when she picks up the phone, I think she has the assumption it's her. I don't remember her saying the caller ID said it was her. Hold on. Let me... Search Sammy okay. on the ebook. Okay. Okay. Hello, I said, fully expecting to hear Sammy's perky full speed chatter on the other end of the line. Miss me? The man's voice was sharp with hostility, obvious, even in just those two words. So that is page 35 on my ebook. Um, because the caller ID said Sammy. Is that that? Mm-hmm. 
Well, the caller ID said Sydney. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Hold on. My fingers closed around the phone and flipped it open without bothering to look at the ID, fully expecting to hear Sammy. Okay. That's my bad. Mm-hmm. She didn't check ID. She just expected it to be Sammy. Yeah. But that is a valid point that she mentions her twice, three times, basically, mm-hmm. and then calls her, leaves a message, and it never comes back again. And never matters again. And I'm just like, are you that callous of a bitch to not call your friend from college who was your roommate and, you know, your bestie? She's very selfish and self-absorbed. Oh, absolutely. Like, like worse than a 16-year-old girl. And one of her brothers told her that, like, you're, mm-hmm. you know, is not about fucking you 100% of the time. <laughs> Think outside your teeny little brain and, like, you know. Which she can't or won't or refuses to do yeah. all of the above. I don't know. She's like 23 it's, it's... and she's very immature. Yeah. I know more mature 12-year-olds than her. I yeah. would rather hang out with a 16-year-old than her. Yeah. Like, it's... given her entire personality, I would fully expect her to stab me in the back <sighs> and then cry about it to her daddy. Yeah. And be like, Casey's such a bitch to me. Go throw her in the cage. <laughs> that would be something her character would do, totally. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. What I was saying sorry. before yeah, 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 yeah. was that I think that because we thought that Andrew was like going to come back, I liked how she tied that in with the pre-existing story. So instead yes. of Andrew just being needing help or something, she mm-hmm. actually made it relevant by. But although I think the the method was kind of dumb. So the method that Andrew was changed. Now, I thought he might change. I thought Mm -hmm. this, but I Mm -hmm. thought it could be some other way. Coincidentally, like maybe the rogue, um, the stray did that to him or something. Mm -hmm. But to make her the one that has, you know bit his ear while they were having sex. And it like barely bled, but bled just enough. And like that changes him it was a nick like basically it seemed like a nick but she said he acted like she bit his ear off yeah so well he was acting like she you know clawed his chest open and then left him for dead yeah i don't know and then we never another thing that never came back around unless i missed it but we never heard well well, obviously she killed him but i would have liked to have heard what he remembered from that you know, how he thought he was infected or what he thought Mm -hmm. she did to him Mm -hmm. because it was some conversation about him not maybe not remembering what happened to him. So why, so what this other dude just says, hey, she was a wolf and she, I'm sorry, a cat, a werecat, and she bit you and you're just going to be like, I'm pissed she bit me. You know what I mean? Like there's no proof at all like Mm -mm. you if you don't remember i I wanted to hear from his point of view what he thought happened yeah i would have liked to hear that too and honestly again like it feels so fake almost that she bit his ear and changed him Yeah, if it's that easy to change strays or humans into strays You'd be doing it all the damn time. Like, oh, no, I gave somebody a paper cut. Oh, no, now they're shifting into a cat. Oh, no. Like. Yeah, it doesn't seem quite right. No, it Um, doesn't feel realistic at all. I I also thought that, like, Louise maybe had done something to him. 
because he, you know, showed up on the university campus and like maybe he was doing it to get back at her. But, you know, it could have been more complicated, I think. Yes. But we have the child in the next book. (laughs) And also, can I just say how she remembered this? And like, she's like, oh, wait, it was me. It was like this revelation. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden her father is just like, he doesn't believe what she's saying, even though this whole time. So weeks have passed and she hasn't been Mm -hmm. able to transform herself again in that way. But her father is like, "Ah, like shaking her and yelling at her and this whole thing. It's a mess. It's an honest to God mess. mess. Her dad has issues. I kind of don't like the father even more. I'm like, he's so, between the two of them, I just don't like the vibe. Yeah, no, I don't like the whole family. I don't like the dynamics. Everything about their whole world is so inconsistent and it makes me so mad. So, you know, mm-hmm. Daddy Werecat here, he's like, hmm, my one son helped kidnap and rape multiple women and murdered a couple and, you know, all the other alphas want him punished because harming a woman is, like, the worst thing you could possibly do. But I'm going to hide him away in a cage because I can't bear for him to die. So he's I'm just going to ignore everybody on the council and keep him in this cage. Yeah. But now that my daughter accidentally turned her human and then killed him to make sure, you know, he wouldn't keep killing. Now she has to go on trial in front of the council and they might kill her. But, oh, well, I can't do anything about it. Right. And I'm just like. The hypocrisy of it all. I know. It's wild. It's wild. I don't... Um, I, yeah, I wish I understood the dynamic more. It just, just is very blasé, right? It's like whatever fits the scene that she's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's constantly changing to fit the needs of the story, basically, instead of being consistent throughout. And that's the thing about good world building is that once you set your rules, you know, of course, you always have Mm -hmm. some play if you can, like, make up Mm -hmm. some shit about magic or something. But essentially, your rules stay the same. Your um, foundation should be consistent, right? So either the father's the alpha and he does what needs to be done or he's your or he's going to he's a softer alpha and he wants to protect you. You know what I'm saying? He, mm-hmm. it just seems weird that he's like, he's very overbearing extra everything. And then all of a sudden it's like, we're going to tell this big lie. Mm-hmm. We're going to do all the thing, you know, it's very, I don't know. Inconsistent. Like you said. Yeah. It, it's just so frustrating to read this and be like, mm-hmm. okay, so white boy in the cage down there he's fine being in the cage after murdering some people but she accidentally did this one thing and now you're just gonna string her up and kill her like i know i thought women were synchromat like you can't hurt your women right women are like even her even though she's not saying she wants kids right now she's valuable why Mm -hmm. would you kill her Mm -hmm. i mean but like they let the pregnant uh wear cat 
you know, what do they call her? They call them, what do they call the women? Tabbies. They let the female, the, the tabby, the, you know, from, <clears throat> excuse me, Ecuador, wherever she's from, they gave her eight months until her trial, but well, she's, she's not on trial. So I know, they but they didn't that say baby. She, but they didn't say she was up for capital murder, like murder, like you know, like mm. you didn't. You no. killed people. She killed innocent people. She did. That didn't do anything. But she's not up on the chopping block. Nope. Not like that. Nope. Because it doesn't matter. the The author is just making it so that all these terrible things have to happen to Faith, even though it's not consistent with anything else that these characters are doing, that this world is doing, that this council is doing. Like, it's not consistent in any way, shape, or form. And no. it's really frustrating. Yeah. It is. Um, yeah. So let me ask you this about Faith. From reading it, Mm-hmm. In your mind, what does Faith sound like? Like a whiny little bitch? Well, I guess the narrator has done her job because it <laughs> seems like she is incessantly whining. Yep, like everything is- she says, it's like every time she says the word daddy, I just cringe. It and wasn't then, as bad in this book as it was the last book. Like book one was terrible. It was daddy every two seconds. This book... It's it was less. daddy only a handful of times, but it's still, oh my God. But like her wanting to, and this is the thing, like she, like, so for example, when it is revealed mm-hmm. that she is the one that created, you know, changed Andrew and that, you know, now he's coming for her and she kept these phone calls a secret. Of course, Mark is pissed. He yes. runs off. He acted like a little boy, little like bitch. which is something I did not expect from him. Mm-mm. But he runs off to be by himself to pack. She comes and she's like, I'm going to talk to him. I can't let this go. He needs to hear the whole story. But the whole time, she is bad at explaining herself that's what it is that pisses me off so it's like she has all these feelings that she wants to express and she wants to be clear about what happened but to save her life she can't be she's that person that doesn't know how to tell what happened succinctly with details she's always like leaving things out like her father Mm -hmm. said like that was a lie of a mission you just did you Uh know you do lie so she's unreliable. Absolutely. So that makes us not like her even more because it's frustrating to mm-hmm. hear her or read her even try to explain herself because it's like you're not mm-hmm. even telling everything correctly. <laughs> and it's not even just that. It's that her emotions are so all over the place. She herself yeah. is inconsistent with everything she ever thinks about Mark. Half the time, she's like, oh, my God, I love him so much. I want to be in bed with him all the time. Then at one point, she's like, oh, my God, his kill count is so high. Maybe I should have a different partner. And then she's like, oh, my God, I hurt him. I have to fix this. Let me break down the door so I can go talk to him. But like you said, she doesn't even really explain herself that well. And then shit keeps piling up. And all of a sudden, he's back at her door. And he's like, I just need a promise from you. I just need to know that we're on the same page, that there is a bond here, that there is something here between us. And she's like, no, absolutely not. I'm going to run away in two years and you won't follow me. And I'm like, 
then why are you kicking down his door? Because you love him, but now you can't yeah. even promise him tomorrow? No, she like, says she hasn't decided what she wants to do, right? So she's mm-hmm. really living in the now. She's not, and that's being selfish. She's not thinking mm-hmm. about anyone else but herself mm-hmm. right now. Right. You know, at this moment, she's not looking ahead to the future. She's not concerned with the future at all. She's not and even concerned is. with next week no. or next month. And he's not saying, let me marry you tomorrow, which, by the way, what did they ever mention the wedding? Oh, no, that was, that was another thing. I'm like, now we find out that she left him at the altar when she was 18. Yeah, like, what the fuck? I thought they were just dating. That's what it seemed like. It's like, no, she left him at the altar. Like, Like that escalated. (laughs) We should have known that. Really high. We should have known that in book one. Because Mm -hmm. that would have given us, I think, well, it would have given me more understanding to why it was so easy for her to fall back in with him and just say F you to the high, you know, the college boyfriend. Yes, which even still, like, that is still so fucked up. In the early first two or three chapters before Andrew shows up on page, she's like, "Mm, well, I tried calling him once, but he didn't answer, so it's fine. Mm -hmm. I haven't officially broken up with him, but it's okay, because I'm with Mark now, and I'm so happy with Mark. Yay, Mark! But that's the thing. Oh my god, I don't like Mark, but I can't tell him anything. We've established that she's not a good person. No, she's not. She's, she's not a good person. She's very selfish. Mm-hmm. And I know I've said that word probably 10 times already, but that is the best word I can use to describe yes. her. Everything she does is in her own interest, period. Yes. yes. All she thinks about is what she wants in this moment. Mm-hmm. All she thinks about is what she wants. And if the moment changes and she's like, oh God, Marcus killed too many people. Maybe we shouldn't be partners anymore. And then, oh my God, I can't not work with Mark. And then, ooh, Jace, look, he's so hot right now. Let me put on my little booty shorts and my tight red Mm t-shirt. And I'm just like, the fuck is wrong with you? You are 23 Mm -hmm. years old. You were in a master's program at college. So you have some brain cells. Mm Mm-hmm. But you're acting like you're a teenager who doesn't know how to regulate her own hormones. She's acting like she's still 18. Like she hasn't had any growth in that five years that she was gone. No. Like nothing. No growth at all whatsoever in her entire life. No. Which, you know, her dad does punish her when she does mess up. She's talked about being thrown in the cage and he kind of threatens to throw her in the cage again. But, like, she still won't change. She still has to yell. She still has to fight them for respect, but she's not earning respect. And even how she deals with her mother. Oh, my God. Like, look, I am. (laughs) She shits on her mother regularly. Really hard. Really hard. When uh, Mercedes comes and her mother is doting on her. Mm-hmm. She has the nerve to be jealous. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, of course your mom will show affection to someone who needs it and she's absorbing whatever she can get from this woman because you give her absolutely nothing. Less than nothing. You treat your mother like shit. You mm-hmm. get mad at her for pouring coffee for people. Mm-hmm. Like, 
you don't have to want to be a 1950s housewife to respect your mother. Exactly. Your mother is caring for people the way she knows how. It's her mm-hmm. love language. Right. You don't have to shit all over her for doing this. No. And obviously her mother is not being abused or cowed by anything. Her dad respects her and loves her. Like, it's a solid relationship. All the men respect her, but her daughter does not respect her. No. And I mean, it seems like the more she sees her mother be a badass, the more she sort of respects her, but she still reverts. She still reverts. reverts so hard. Like, she learned in the first book that her mother was on the council. And she's like, oh, wow, my mom's kind of a badass. And then she just, like, forgets that in this book. She's like, oh, my God, my mom's the worst. She, like, pours coffee for people. I can't believe it. How could dare she? Yeah. I was like, you're a terrible daughter. She's a terrible daughter. Terrible. And I'm like, I don't know. I just can't. Another reason not to like Faith. Like, Mm -hmm. I swear, this author made an error in judgment and making her so unlikable. Mm -hmm. She shouldn't have done that. Like, this... (laughs) It's, it's not right. Okay, you know, I need to take a break. We, we yes. need to take a break. When we come back, we will finish talking about Rogue. We will hopefully have some positive things to say. If not, oh well, so be it. It's one of those episodes. <laughs> Check out the commercials by listening to those you are supporting the podcast. And don't forget to hop on over to Amazon. And if you haven't done so yet, pick up your book review journal or book review notebook. Links are in the show notes. So cute, you guys. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll be right back. Stay with us. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the Shelf Addiction Merch Store. Check out all the bookish t-shirts, notebooks, mugs, and more. Don't miss out on these original designs, perfect for any book nerd. Support the podcast and visit shelfaddiction.com forward slash merch and pick up your next favorite bookish item. All right, we are back, guys, and we are going to finish shitting on Faith <laughs> like she shits on her mother. Yes. Uh, no, again, like, I I would not want to be in that mother's position. I don't want to have babies. I don't want to, you know, make a big five-course meal six nights a week. Like, that sounds awful. That does not sound like my cup of tea. But if that's what she wants to do and she's happy doing it, good for her right like she's not hurting anyone right and nobody's hurting her either except for faith right so it's like oh and but that's another thing she is this big deal that no one is told a couple she and her brother know what she was doing you know Mm -hmm. by giving the brother intel while he was working Mm -hmm. for the bad guy last book but, oh, no, you know, she only runs when she has a, you know, she feels a certain kind of way and she's keeping a secret or she feels bad about it or something. I'm like, why are you so judgy about her? Like, yeah, this woman has been traumatized because her son, you know, left her. She was trying to have a relationship with him. She realized he was playing her the whole time and did these horrific things. As a mother, she has the right to mourn. She can't talk to you about it Mm because you'll just shit all over her. And now you're judging her for being outside? Yeah. She even talks about, well, she won't bring him any food. Everyone wants her to go down there and see him, but she won't. So the fuck what? Let her work through her shit. Leave Mm -hmm. her alone about it. So early on in the story, I came up with a theory that I really liked, but... When they first realized that it was a woman killing all of the strays, I was like, what if it's Faith's mother? Mm. What if she's out there trying to get revenge on all the strays who, you know, were kidnapping the women and harmed her baby Ryan and did all that stuff? And I was like, that would be a really fucking cool book. I want that. Of course, it didn't happen, but, you know... It would have been a really interesting plot twist. Speaking of that, I did automatically think that it was like um, a woman that they kidnapped. I thought it was Mm -hmm. the whole time. I'm like, who else would be stalking him like this? Like, yes, it's an escaped woman that they grabbed. But Mm -hmm. she just snaps their neck nice and clean, drops the body and walks away. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, honestly, it, it made she's sense so badass. I, I don't understand why she didn't escape earlier. Um, I don't know. Maybe it just took her years to break a hole in the wall or something. Well, she said it was this baby that got her moving because she didn't want him to take her next baby, right? Yeah. They're I... killing the oaks, by the way, which is dreadful. They're killing infants if they're not Mm -hmm. girls they're killing Mm -hmm. them they also figured out how to turn human women into strays yeah which is something that they're like no this has never happened ever before it's not possible which if you can bite a man's ear and get like a single drop of blood on your tooth and change him into a stray that is so dumb you can turn a woman like what the fuck is biology having to do with any of this i know and 
I still think it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Because every other, like, architecture about, like, transforming into something else, it seems Mm -hmm. like it's a process, right? It's a commitment Mm -hmm. to do it. It's not, Mm -hmm. oops, you get nicked and now you're turned into something else. No, no. Like, in the Mercy Thompson series, since we're doing that read-along right now as well, you have to be mauled practically to death. Like, you have to be on death's door and then you can maybe change. It's not mm-hmm. always successful, but, you know, if they just accidentally scratch the back of your hand, you're not going to turn into a werewolf. Right. Same with the vampires. You have to be drained down to, like, the last dregs of your blood, and then you get the vampire blood in you, and then maybe you'll change. Right. So this just did not jive with me uh-uh. at all. I'm uh-uh. like, What? I don't understand how it happened. I don't understand how it makes sense. I was uh, waiting for him to say, like, oh, yeah, you know, you scratched me when we had sex, but um, I was fine. And then Louise showed up one day and, like, killed me and then blamed you. Like, I was waiting for something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. But no, no. She just nipped his ear during sex. And yes. got, like, a single drop of his blood, and he turned into a werecat. And I'm like, no. I mean, see, no. that's another thing I don't understand. So, is there venom in their fangs? Is that why reaching his blood infected him? How Probably. did that... It, Something like I that. I wanted details. I want more details to explain this to make me be like, okay... But the fact that when she is a human and her teeth are regular, she mm-hmm. shouldn't have been able to transmit that to him. Well, she but be- partially right. shifted. Right. But that's the, another thing that makes me not believe it because it was so much effort for her to do that. Mm-hmm. Painful and effort. Lots of yeah. effort. She has but to be you're like gonna really, really stressed. And yeah. Or mad or whatever. But you mean to tell me you're having sex with him and all of a sudden your faint your mouth just kind of transforms just a little bit not to alert anyone mm-hmm. including yourself mm-hmm. like it was so easy it just it just happened and then Bullshit. on top of that she was even telling mark that the sex with him was kind of mediocre and it's not as hot or passionate as her sex with mark so is she transforming at all when she's having sex with mark Because I feel like that would be heightened emotions. That would be more likely to happen. But I don't don't think he's seen her shift while they had sex. So, no, no, none of this makes sense. And again, we have the trial in the next book, so maybe they'll go digging and find the truth. But the two people who know the truth are now dead. So there is no truth. You know, I want to see what the next book is about. I'm going to (laughs) look toward the end. But it shocks me, like, is there something I'm missing or am I just ultra critical? Because these ratings are really high. I'm very confused how people are rating this book so high. What What do you think? Are we just extra critical or? I don't get it either. I really don't. Like, yes, this was written back in 2006, 2007, 2008, whenever, And, you know, it was kind of the height of the paranormal. Everybody wanted paranormal. We didn't have 
Kindle Unlimited to get all of the paranormal. So, you know, maybe back then people were just desperate for anything. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, Faith annoys me so much. Mark is now pissing me off. Like, I can kind of understand his point of view. He was a stray. He was brought in as a kid. He finally found mm-hmm. his family. He says mm-hmm. the first thing he ever remembers is seeing Faith and how cute she was. So, like, he kind of imprinted on her and he's been in love with her forever. But she treats him like shit and he puts up with it. And then when he finally, you know, says, give me a promise of something and she refuses, he's mm-hmm. like, thank you for giving my, my balls back. Now I'm going to walk away from you forever. Oh, I'm like, God. good for you, but also like, oh my God. He's not, he's not doing that. No, he's not. He's, he's coming back and he's, uh He's not going to do that. He's just, he's just mad right now. And he is going to follow her around to the ends of the earth, even though he can't leave the pride. He will still be mm-hmm. checking on her swooning after her being mad at all the men she gets with <laughs> but he's not gonna break up with her i mean like you know he's not gonna move on from her yeah is what no he's not because he can't no. and he won't and he's just so annoying like everything he does is, i'm annoyed by him and as we were texting you know talking about this we're like adam from mercy thompson series would eat him alive in two seconds yes Yes. It's like he's so... (sighs) I don't like it. I don't like him now. I don't like them as a couple. Mm -mm. I don't like her. I I feel meh about him. I don't... um, None of the brothers have, like, sparked my interest in any kind of way yet. Like, they're all just there. feel the same. Yeah. But they all basically have the same personality. Jace is just a little bit different because he flirts with her and they had that, like almost kiss and she's still kind of like hmm you know let me feel his cheek let me rub up against him let me touch him Ooh, mark must be gone because now he's flirting with me again and i'm just like you selfish bitch jace is that forever second place guy like yes. who always wants to be first place mm-hmm. and i don't know what it's gonna take for him to like literally let that go but I don't know. Maybe it's going to be more women coming into their pride. And I said it last time. I said, this pride is going to grow by women. Mm -hmm. They need women. And I don't know if Faith can handle having other women around. Like Mercedes, who had been abused and is pregnant and was murdering people. Faith is like, oh, my God, I hate her so much. And I'm like, you're basically the same person. You know that, right? Like, you were kidnapped, too. You weren't raped because you got lucky, but you could have been, and you could have been turned into this brood mare. Like, Mm -hmm. you're basically the same person. Yeah. And now you're going around killing people. You did kill your captor, so how can you judge her so harshly? You killed your captor. You killed your ex-college boyfriend. (laughs) You killed... I mean, she, she is very... Do as I say, not as I do type of personality, Mm -hmm. right? Like, she can stand on her high pedestal, her high horse, I guess. Um, And lord over everybody of what her opinion is, Mm -hmm. but don't look at what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. 
And if you do anything that I deem wrong, even if it's what I'm doing, then I'm going to judge you for it. I'm going to judge you really harshly. She judges her mother. She judges her brothers. She judges her father. She judges Mark. She judges Mercedes. And I'm like, you are all of these people. You're doing the same exact thing as them. Why? What gives you the right to judge them so harshly? I know. And what the irony of all of it is, we all know because there are more books, her ass is not going to be killed. Oh, we know no. it. So well, it's like. they don't want to kill women anyway. No. So, so I don't understand why she's going on trial unless the trial is going to end with like, you have to be married to a man and he's going to be in charge of you forever and right. give us all the babies. Or, like, the punishment is more service to the pride or you can't leave the pride or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which would, you know, solidify what Mark wants if she's stuck there for life. But it's like, don't make it seem like it's this huge risk coming in the next book when we know it isn't. Yeah. It's no, not. her father and Mark were looking at her with terror in their eyes. And I'm like, ah, no, they're not. He'll Bullshit. just throw her into a cage like Ryan. Like, right. why does he care what they say? He's ignoring them for his son. I thought the daughter was more important than the son because ovaries and baby making, which is so fucked up. Like, I hate that that is such an integral part of this series, but I understand. I I don't understand how people gave it such high ratings and loved it. Like, I really don't get it. I don't either. I'm I'm struggling, uh, to be really honest. And I, I hate to say it, but I'm like, should we find something else? Should we quit <laughs> this and find something else? I'm like, you know, I don't like to do that, especially when we mm-hmm. have you guys on this road with us. And I'm going to assume at least some of you have either read this and you care about what we're saying or you read this and you get a kick out of what we're saying. <laughs> Or you are actually reading along with us, like some of the people in book club, right? Mm -hmm. And I hate to, like, put us on that path and then yank us off of it when people are invested. But, like... But is anybody invested? Like... I don't know. Guys, talk to us. How do you feel? I'm going to put a poll up. I'm going to put a poll up um, as soon as this episode comes out. Okay. And and I want you to rate the poll. So come on to Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Instagram. I'll put it on Instagram. And Instagram. And vote and tell us, do you want us to continue this series or not? Because at the bare minimum, we'll do one more. I want to finish this story arc. Mm-hmm. It's Got not it. enough time to plan and find something else before our next month. But I want to know... Do we continue this or do we drop it and walk away? Because while I am very, I am very asinine about these series on the podcast, I really Mm -hmm. want to finish what I start on the podcast. But I think this is bad. It's bad. It's not enjoyable Mm -hmm. to me at all. Yeah. Last time when we read the first book, you know, I was invested in the world building. I didn't really like Faith. I thought Mark might grow on me like mold, but, you know, the world was interesting. Now, the world is so inconsistent that what's the point? Like, I don't give a Mm -hmm. shit. 
Mm-hmm. <sighs> How do you guys feel? Tell us. All right, Tweet well, us. Talk yeah, to us. Tell us what you think. And even if you think it gets better, if you've read the series and you're convinced the next book will do it for us, let me know that as well. I want to mm-hmm. hear all the opinions. Okay, so let's go ahead and rate the thing. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of done talking about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, we could keep ripping it apart, but there's no point. We've hit all the high notes or low notes, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. All right, yeah. I'll go first. Two stars, and I'm feeling okay. very generous with that. Like, yes, everything about this book annoyed me, but I did finish it. You know, I, I got to give it credit where credit is due. I did like that Mercedes was killing everybody. I liked that Faith and her mother got to kill Louise together, and they kind of bonded, so maybe yeah. that bond will keep growing and those are all the all good things I can say. <laughs> yeah, or not. Maybe it won't grow at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm also giving it a two. And I also concur. It's probably a little generous for how much I've been talking ma- bad about this book. But I did finish it. Um, I, I guess the, the points that you liked are the same points that I liked. And I cannot just say, I couldn't even get a good sex scene in there. Like the one oh, scene yeah, no. we got was like that angry sex that wasn't even hot. It was like, what angry is this? sex can be hot. Like, let me, there are some this authors one who oh. make angry sex hot. This one was just weird and awful. It was flat. It felt and flat. uncomfortable. Yeah, it was very flat. It was just no point to it other than like make them have sex. Mm-hmm. and even then she's like oh I love Mark I want to have sex with Mark but oh no I can't marry him because I don't know what I want to do next week I don't think I'll be here in two years oh no what was me and I'm like no Mark came in so... there and said I'm gonna F her brains out and then I'm gonna throw down this ultimatum with this promise ring and it failed and it failed <laughs> oh god <laughs> Oh, so stupid. I can't. I know. <laughs> it's so bad. It, this, this series. Guys, talk to us. How are you feeling? Yeah. yeah. Tell us so your true I, thoughts, your true honest opinions. Yeah. Um, Because we're going to end it there. So we're going to rely on you to come mm-hmm. through and tell us what to do. Because, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so thanks for listening to this whole episode. Hopefully you've heard our plight and will reply to us when we post online. Um, join us for book club. You can share your opinions with us there as well. So find us at Shelf Addiction Official on Facebook or in the book clubs app. Um, or if that's not your thing, just come right back here and see us again. Um, next month when we talk about what's next book the next book is pride we will talk at least about one more book for who knows what we'll do after that (laughs) but we'll talk about pride just because of the timing that's it and we'll see what you guys have to say so that is all (laughs) we'll catch you guys in the next episode take care guys bye everybody happy reading
If you enjoyed today's episode and would like to show your support, there are a few things you can do. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a positive five-star review or like this episode on your favorite podcast player. It seems so simple, but it really helps me out. You can share this podcast with other book nerd friends or on your favorite social media space. You can also join the Shelf Addiction Patreon family. For as little as $2 a month, you will help us produce even more awesome content for your ears. You can also consider joining the Shelf Addiction official Facebook group where we talk all things bookish and more in a safe space. The Shelf Addiction podcast is a part of the Nerdy Maven Network. You can also reach us via email at info at shelfaddiction.com. Thank you for listening. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.